It's a step forward. And welcome back to another episode of N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of GoombaStomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Daxon. Joining us, we have games editor Mark Kalaroff. You know, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Last night, I was like, ooh, a mini partner direct. Time to be disappointed. And now it's like immense joy this morning. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, we all, I think we all experienced similar arcs. Uh, uh, also with us to talk about this direct is indie games editor Campbell Gill. You know, ever since the Switch released, we've had five years of port begging, longing for Atlas to bring some beloved titles to the Switch. But today, <laughs> I still don't think that we ever saw it coming. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have seen that joke coming, and I didn't see it coming. Which is... But no, that's the whole point. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. Exactly. Um, we are, of course, referring to the Nintendo uh, Mini Partner Direct, which aired very... <laughs> Okay, I gotta say, I'm on the West Coast very early this morning, uh, 6 a.m. for me. Uh, so I was up at 5.30 to prepare for this, mentally prepare myself for disappointment, as Mark said. Uh, uh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna go kind of game by game as we usually do with these with these showcases. I would say, for me, it was a, a lot of up and down, but uh, kind of the more I thought about it throughout the day, I think I'm leaning more positive. When it first ended, I was like, meh. I was kind of weak, but by the end of the day, as we were kind of leading into this recording, I was like, you know what? Like, solid, good on you, Nintendo. You, you did it. Um, how about you guys? I know, Mark, you were, you were saying you were ready for disappointment, but you, you ended up feeling much, much better by the end of the day. Yeah, I thought it was great. Actually, I think this is the standard for, like, um, partner mini oh, showcases because mm-hmm. I felt yeah. like in the past they were always poor. You know, Vietnam flashbacks to the uh, the one with the John Cena wrestling game. That one was <laughs> awful. That was one of wow. the worst. I think that's the worst Nintendo Direct we've ever had. But uh, yeah, really so this yes. one this one was filled with like a lot of variety. I felt like it catered to a lot of people. It really mm-hmm. did. I mean, again, we're gonna get into it, but I did feel uh, kind of similarly. I had a little bit of something for everything, uh, something for everyone. What about you, uh, Campbell? Where were you kind of going into this, and how did you feel coming out? Oh, I saw the the announcement for a Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, and it just brought me back to 2020 and the cycle of, like, three straight disappointments <laughs> when those were the only Directs that we got that year. And it just felt so pointless back then, and I was wondering, like, why would we even have this in 2022? We know Nintendo has plenty of great first-party games in store, but really, like, I'm right there with Mark. This is absolutely the best Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. Like, again, wow. not like it had much competition it didn't have john cena in it it didn't have that really weird boxing game that they showed in another one um but this was really excellent and it really catered to a lot of games that have been begged for for so long on switch it was kind of surreal to see them all show up in a single presentation which we'll definitely be getting to so it was great i love it um all right well might as well just Start from the top. Um, so uh, I think I should I should say kind of preface this by saying some of the games that they showcased um, during this direct are titles we've seen 
um, in other presentations. Xbox had a showcase recently. The Summer Games Fest stream happened just a couple of weeks ago. So some of these games we might kind of skim over. Uh, but, we, you know, we'll, we'll dig into the ones that are worth digging into. But some of them we might just kind of be like, yep, and also they showed this. And then just kind of move on. I just want to, don't want people to think we're, you know, purposefully skipping past a few things. But it's like some of the stuff, it's like, yeah, we already know. Um, so let's start with the first thing here. Uh, we had an update for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Uh the thing that stuck out to me about this little trailer that they showed was that there is a flying Palamute, which uh, blew my mind. Uh, one of the little doggies that you get, your little companion animals that you get in the Monster Hunter Rise, had a, was flying on a kite. And that, to me, is almost worth picking up this entire game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the three of us on this show, we're not like diehard Monster Hunter fans. We had Matthew on, uh, Matthew Pontier, who also writes for Goomba Stomp. Um, on to talk about the game uh, Monster Hunter Rise a few months back, and he's all about it. Three of us, not so much. Uh, I don't know. Did this uh, this new update or trailer kind of change any of that for you guys? Not particularly. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, <laughs> like, you can't really you can't enjoy everything that Sunbreak has to offer until you get into the base Monster Hunter Rise, which is yes. already a big commitment in itself. So, like, for fans of the game, super happy for them. This looks like an extraordinary expansion, and I'm still amazed every time I see this game that it even runs on Switch. Like, this it, has it, to be one it, of the uh, best looking Switch games. Oh, it yeah, is. I completely agree with you. Yeah, it looks really good on Switch. Um, I, I speaking of. Uh, Kind of going off what you just said, Campbell. I'm I'm amazed that this game has so much support that is still upcoming until next year. Yeah, which is crazy. They, they they kind of ended the. It was probably like a two minute trailer, maybe three minute trailer, like a mix of gameplay and and story stuff. And they ended it with a little a little um, what you call it? like a little title card of like here's the stuff to expect in the coming few months. And it's like it's it's a solid amount of support. Uh, and as Campbell said, leading into 2023. So it's like pretty impressive to, 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 that they have so much going for this game. Yeah, they're having expansions of an expansion coming out <laughs> for the next expansion, year, basically. Yeah. Expansionception. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I It's one of those games where, like, <laughs> one of these days I'll have a spare six months to just get like super into monster hunter. And, and like, that's the only game I play, you know what I mean? For a while. Uh, I don't see that happening in this, in the, in the near future for me, but maybe someday I can, I can get super good at monster hunter. I don't know. If it gets to um, a deep sale price, I'll uh, pick it up. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and Mark, I'm still thinking about like the high praise you had for monster hunter. Was it uh monster hunter world? Yeah, Monster Hunter World on. Uh, I, I, I like. Yeah. I know that you had such high praise for that game, and it's like, and it's in my PlayStation Plus collection. It's just sitting there, and I know that it's going to look amazing on the PS5. I know it's going to be super fun to play, but it's like I just can't find the energy to like to mm. like learn all the systems of this update. I don't know. Um, like for Monster Hunter fans, congrats! Rise looks incredible, and I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, for the rest of us, we're going to keep moving on. Um, so okay, this 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 one actually to me was one of the highlights of the showcase uh near automata coming to switch uh i wrote in my notes here maybe this will finally make me play this game uh and then i and then <laughs> okay, i followed it immediately i followed it immediately with i wonder how it runs um <laughs> yeah. and i i don't know i've heard nothing but fantastic things about this game about near automata or near automata i believe is how it's pronounced um I remember having a, an interesting, like a weird pronunciation for this game. Uh, do you guys know anything about this, about about this near near series? Robots, swords, 
Platinum Games. And very, very confusing <laughs> storylines. And yes. apparently uh-huh. one of the greatest soundtracks ever made. So I, I have we'll also heard this. Yeah, there, there's Hot Robots. There's uh, Apparently it's a very, like, kind of bleak and depressing, which... Hey, sign Hell me up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all aboard the uh, the Gloom Squad over here. Um, I'm sure it'll run great because everything <laughs> Platinum has uh, put on there. What was the one they put out the collection? Bayonetta one and two. Bayonetta, I think yes, that yes, one yes, ran yes. Uh, perfectly. Yeah, well, those yeah, so those were Wii U games. That however, is true. Whereas this Nier Automata, Automata, whatever it's pronounced like, um, <laughs> that's a PS4 game. I will say though that what they showed off in the direct looked like it was running very solidly, and it looked it really did, good. It did. Again, yeah. there's always a chance that they are very diplomatically cutting footage together to make it look better. Well, you, than you it have really to assume. Is. You have to assume if they are. Um, I'm again not to not to shout out another website. I am over here on uh, <laughs> NintendoEverything.com, and they're saying uh, the uh, that it's going to confirm to run at 30 FPS. Um, I mean, no shocker there. Sure, yeah, no, of course. I mean, no surprise. Yeah. Big, big port coming to Switch. Like, of course, it's not going to run higher than thirty. Um, so we'll, we'll see if it if it maintains that. Um, I would love it if that was the case. Um, I'm. This is apparently one of those RPGs that you got to replay it over and over and over again. Um, which in this year of giant RPGs, I don't know how excited I am for that. But again, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about this game. So I, I just the Switch might just be the thing that makes me, uh, you know, as it is, as it often is with a game like this, uh, and which we will get to later in the podcast. Um, <laughs> it, it just might be the thing that, that tips me over the edge to be like, you know what, I'll, I'll pay the Switch tax and just and just pick this up. Um, so I'm I'm intrigued uh, for sure, and it was this was a genuine surprise to me. So I'm 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 uh, happy about that. Um, Moving on to the next one. So here's where we start to get into the into some of my gripes with this direct. Uh, so those first two games, Monster Hunter, Rise, Sunbreak, like those updates are like they're imminent. They're happening. Uh, Near Automata coming out October 6th, very soon, just a couple of months away. And then we start to get into stuff with the Nebulous coming next year. Uh, for this game that was, uh, that was next showcased, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Uh, looks awesome. And looks 10 like a weird out of ten name too. Just Lorelai and Laser Eyes, incredible name. Uh, has kind of a weird PlayStation One like chunky polygon aesthetic. It reminded me a lot of uh, Killer Seven, uh, oh, the yeah. Suda Fifty One game. Uh, mm. that was apparently some kind of weird murder mystery, but it's coming next year. So I know, I know, I'm going to forget about this title um, until the inevitable holiday showcase. When it's confirmed that it's coming in like February or something, you know what I mean? It's funny that you say uh, Killer Seven because yeah. you know who makes this game? Mm-hmm. It's Annapurna, and not just Annapurna, oh. but mm-hmm. specifically the team behind Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yes, which is oh, that really is cool. That okay? I didn't know that. That, that makes me even more excited. Yeah. But again, next year. So it's like, well, I guess we'll cross our fingers that it's the early part of next year. Uh, but, but of course I, we. Aren't going to know that for sure. Yeah. If the f- soundtrack is at least a fraction as good as Sayonara Wild Hearts, it will be a good time. The, the, an all-time, an all-time great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. We, I feel like we talk about Sayonara Wild Hearts like every couple of episodes, but it's well deserved. So everybody should go play that game. Um, <laughs> not to talk about a, a different indie game on a third-party focus direct. Uh, 
So this next one, I was kind of I was surprised and delighted to see this Super Bomberman R two. <laughs> I just literally burst out laughing when I yeah, saw this. Yeah. It's like that's who, funny. Who asked for who this? asked for this? this game I of- listen. I love Bomberman. Love Bomberman from from way back. Uh, was I looking for a sequel to Super Bomberman R, a launch title for Switch that was pretty medium, at least <laughs> from what I understand? That's nice. <laughs> Is that being right? nice to it? Oh, boy, oh, yeah. Really, you want to know a story behind that game? I when do. When my brother and I picked up the Nintendo Switch, our copy of Zelda was late because we ordered mm. the special edition. Mm-hmm. Not the Master Sword edition, sadly. The one with the, the map and the coin and all that stuff. And the copy was coming in a day or two late. So the only other game we had was 1-2-Switch and Bomberman R. And you can guess how many hours went into Bomberman R. (laughs) That is literally the nightmare scenario for owning a Switch. (laughs) Those two games being the only ones you have. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So the point is, Super Bomberman R2, great. Um... (laughs) I I will say, though, I hope that the sequel at this point, at least for DLC, is Super Bomberman R2-D2. But no, why? <laughs> why? Why are we doing this? Um, Just when I heard it out loud, I was like, oh no, this is too close. But they need to have some sort of Star Wars themed expansion. The title is too perfect. Do they, they do. Do they, do they need uh, I to will have say, that? Bomberman R, the one redeeming thing was that it had really weird Konami crossovers going oh, on yeah. with it. Yeah. So, like, who's to say that this doesn't become the next pseudo Smash Bros in some way and has a bunch Every, of weird everyone is franchise here. crossovers? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, everyone is here. We've got uh, the belmont clan uh we've got i don't know the guy Other... from snatcher yes <laughs> um, it's going it's a deep cut <laughs> it's for you cut. um yeah very deep yes uh and again it has the nebulous release date of next year so that's fantastic for us um up next we had oh this this again the i don't care about these games at all but the concept is very exciting to me the Mega Man battle network game boy advance collection uh which is coming next year uh, a 10-game collection of all the Mega Man Battle Network games, a, a series of uh, RPGs for the Game Boy Advance that looked fantastic and had nothing to do with Mega Man, uh, <laughs> at, least as, <laughs> at least as we understand Mega Man in the traditional sense. It was a series of turn-based tile strategy, not even strategy RPGs, uh, just kind of an interesting take on the strategy RPG. Uh, good for, I don't know, like, the Game Boy Advance was... Such a a hub for weird RPGs, and it is very exciting to me. Even if I never got super into these games or, or you know played the many many sequels of them, it's exciting that they're porting more weird Game Boy Advance RPGs to the Switch. I think that that concept alone is worth celebrating. Uh, what about you guys? Did you did you guys play these games growing up? I burst out laughing when I heard that there were ten of them on the GBA because mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was like a Pokemon type concept where there's the yes. two games. So that just made me immediately, I was like, wow, they put out 10 of those things in probably less than like six or seven years. They were, I feel like they were cranking them out. I, re- I remember uh, just all in, in Nintendo Power, always reading about like, huh, we're reviewing another Mega Man Battle Network game? Didn't we just get one of those? And it's like, they, they, <laughs> they churned out so many of these. Um, but yeah, over the, yeah, there's it's a, it's a whole lot of them. Um, so yeah, we started with- Game Boy Advance. It's not even just, like the DS. Exactly. So we had, uh, and just to, you're going to love these titles, Mark. So we had Mega Man Battle Network 1, Mega Man Battle Network 2, uh, Battle Network 3 Blue, Battle Network 3 White, 
Battle Network 4, Blue Moon. Battle Network 4, Red Sun. Oh uh, Battle God. Network 5, Team Proto Man. Battle Network 5, Team Colonel. Battle Network 6, <laughs> Cybeast Gregar. Battle Network oh 6, Cybeast Falzar. Cybeast? Yeah, just, baby. I love that. Only it's... true fans know about the Cybeasts. Um, <laughs> I'm not a true fan, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's hysterical. Um, so, yeah, so calling it 10 games is, is kind, I don't know, you could maybe, it's kind of a, a little bit of a creative PR, we'll say, because really it's, I wouldn't necessarily call it 10 distinct games like as you know some of those ones are are very similar to each other well they're so selling you know. it like the colored packages so there's the oh. red which is uh volume one i believe and blue oh, is yes. volume two mm-hmm. yeah. so so that's worth talking about as well so they are splitting this game up into two collections or i believe it's one physical is that right yes i believe yeah so, so that's kind of interesting um I, I, I as a man who like guys i want to love mega man i have so many mega man games you wouldn't even believe i have all the Legacy Collections. I have the Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2. I have the Mega Man ZX Collection. Um, I like, I love Mega Man, the concept of him, and I'm so bad at Mega Man games that like I always pick up Mega Man, play it for 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so terrible at this, and then stop playing them. Um, mm-hmm. The Battle Network games are, are, again, the gameplay is completely different from traditional like 2D side-scrolling Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh so it, it, even if you're turned off by like the difficulty of old school Mega Man, this game, these games might have something for you, especially if you're into like that weird pocket of Game Boy Advance RPGs. Uh, more power to Nintendo if they want to keep bringing Game Boy Advance collections to the Nintendo Switch. I'm all about that, and hopefully that can, you know, maybe there's going to be like they're not going to do this, but maybe we might see like a Pokemon collection or 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 some, you know, except like a weird Disney like licensed collection or something. I would love to see some some weird uh weird more weird Game Boy Advance collections on the Switch. So, even if I'm not in love with these games, the concept of bringing them is is exciting to me. Um which is kind of my big takeaway from You should bring over Boktai, those weird yes. games that use uh-huh. the sun for solar power, except it's like the Switch Joy-Con's IR sensor. Oh, that would be great. Somebody at uh, you know, at Konami, not not Konami, <laughs> at Kojima on this. Konami's not gonna do shit. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, it's it's an exciting concept. Um, this next one was just for Mark, uh, the Pac-Man World remake. This is for Campbell too. Campbell, you grew up with Pac-Man World too, right? I did not. No. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, I mean, I you forgot can... who at the website did. But there, <laughs> there's two invent- of us. Mark's inventing lore for Campbell. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I think you just want more people to share this experience. With you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was not a pack child. Oh, that's so. <laughs> no, funny. I grew up with uh, Pac-Man World, uh, Pac-Man World Two, but I did play Pac-Man World on the uh, PSP. You know, so. I grew oh, up nice. with a Pac-Man plug-and-play thing that my grandparents got for five. Oh, me bucks. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my Pac-Man growing up experience. Mm-hmm. Shaped awesome. like the original arcade cabinet. The yes, joystick. sir. Yeah, the little mm-hmm. tiny guy. You probably yeah. had the same exact one. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Also, had like Galaga on it or something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all the classic arcade games. All the yeah. all the hits. All the uh, yeah. see, we we had some shared experiences. Mm-hmm. Then. You Just probably also had like the SpongeBob plug and play oh hell yeah man that was an <laughs> all-time classic but this is awesome um go. i feel like i'm getting so much insight into the both of you um yep our generation <laughs> the plug and play children <laughs> it's true listen I, I gotta listen i i as I, i'm the guy who who anytime there's like a plug and play it's the you know it's the nintendo mini it's the genesis mini i'm like give it to me uh, um i have so yes, many sir. of those um 
That said, I did miss out on the PlayStation Classic. So if anybody's looking to, uh, I did too. <laughs> I, I like again. I like. Would I ever play any of those games? It doesn't even have the DualShock. Do I still want it? Yes, one hundred percent. So yeah, uh, uh, Pac-Man Worlds. What's it called? Repack, which yes. is kind of funny. Uh, is a weird diversion in the Pac-Man universe. Uh, Pac-Man. It's kind of like the Kirby sixty-four of Pac-Man games. I would say uh, Pac-Man is a. It's like a two and a half D side scroller adventure game. Yeah, the original one, and it did have some three D uh, platforming too. It had a little bit of three D platforming. Mm-hmm. Um, you like get power ups, and you learn different moves, and you can kind of traverse the space differently. Uh, I don't know if anybody was like begging for a Pac-Man World remake, but hey, here we except are. Except for so, Mark, of course. Except for Mark, yes. They, yes. they I, always, I always listened. thought they should bring this one back. Well, <laughs> there you we, go. Uh, your wish has been granted. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and that's coming out pretty soon. That's coming out next month, uh, the yep. end of end of August, or I should say, in month and a half, uh, end of August, eight twenty six. So look forward to that. Uh, this next one actually, again, got me very excited, and then my hopes were immediately dashed when the release date was revealed as February twenty twenty three. Uh, it's called Blanc, and it is a very oh, adorable, so good. a very it's adorable cute. looking story about cute animals, a fox and a fawn, uh, presented in black and white. It's like a weird co-op platformer, text-free storytelling. Has apparently local and online co-ops. You can play how you want. I was instantly taken with this game. Um, I know, like the second this comes out, my wife and I will will spend the the evening playing through it. I can guarantee you. Uh, it looks adorable. Looks beautiful. The the the, uh, the black and white aesthetic was was very was working a lot for me. Uh, what about you guys? It stuck out to you at all? Freaking adorable! Like yeah. it looks very good. It looks so <laughs> wonderful. Although I am expecting it to have like some sort of like really sad twist to it, though. Because oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a like, fox and the hound situation like, all over. Again. Yeah. Oh, if, no. it, if it's called Blanc, you know that's white. So that makes me makes me think that the uh, the little foxy guy is probably gonna die. Oh, the, logo. the fox was black. Ooh. Yeah, they had the logo. They were like cuddling together. Oh man, I don't yeah, know. It's I'm, so I'm, cute, I'm getting the logo. <laughs> I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. I, I don't think it's <laughs> don't think it's going to end. Cost. Don't think it's going to end well for for one of these animals. But we'll hopefully, listen. We'll, we'll cross our we'll cross our fingers. Just uh, not to get who will survive. <laughs> not to get, Oh my God! Let's place bets. Let's not, let's not get too more. Who do you, with who it. do you want dead? The fawn or the fox? Oh, oh my God! Either. Oh Mark, why would you? Is this going to be like a Bambi situation? They are in like a real world after yeah, all. I'm, you just, I'm you just feeling see them cuddling. Yeah. Then it zooms out, and there's just a little hunter in the corner oh, with a sniper God. or something. No, <laughs> no, like, no. We have to save our. Save our babies. Um, anyway, aside from the morbid possibilities of its story, this looked adorable and wonderful. So let's yes, hope that it ends up being a cute and fulfilling experience. I am smiling. right there with you. You know, right you know what I you. thought was going to be before this game, though? Mm-hmm. Rayman. That was the only man we missed out oh, on. Oh, we got Pac-Man. We got Bomberman. We got Mega Man. <laughs> and yet, Rayman? no oh my, Rayman. You're so great. Oh, my gosh. Hash, hashtag, where's Rayman? Hashtag, um, free the man. <laughs> that hashtag uh, can't possibly go wrong. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, let's let's not think too hard about that. Um, so this next one, uh, this next one again was was just for me. Uh, the return to Monkey Island. Uh, the the long in some corners of the world, the long-awaited sequel to the Monkey Island series. Um, almost a, I would I, I would safely call this a reboot of the Monkey Island franchise. Uh, 
Coming in 2022, Monkey Island, of course, created by Ron Gilbert, the kind of the pioneer of the point-and-click adventure, or if not the pioneer, certainly one of the refinements of the of the genre. So this seems to be a kind of a return to form. The art style is very, it looks like paper cutouts, really beautiful art style. Um, the music sounds really good. Uh, it should be fun. This series is known for being fun and funny. I don't know. It looks great. I, I, I love a point-and-click adventure. People who listen to the podcast know I, I tend to review a lot of those for the website, and this one looks right up my alley. So, I don't know. Look, looking forward to that uh, at some point in 2022. Uh, have you, any of you guys played the original Monkey Island games? No, nope. sir. No, I do no, they're, they're pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I'm, I, was, I was surprised that they didn't... Like, it was cool to, to see this new game announced, but I was surprised they weren't like, and also coming, a port of the originals. Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be perfect? In kind I of thought the they were up. remastering the original. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, like yeah. Are, are those not... Did I... Did I? Is this a fever dream I had that these games are coming to Switch? Monkey, <laughs> I'm going to look this. Monkey Island... No, I'm pretty sure they are. Let's look. Although I could totally imagine you having a fever dream specifically uh, about mm-hmm. that. That is something that I would do. Um, it looks like they're on Steam... Um no, we don't have we don't have the uh the originals on Switch just yet. Um you said the same from... thing about another game last week. Ah, uh, this is true. I know we watched me get proven wrong uh last week. Uh so yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get the well, maybe we'll get the original 90s games um on Switch at some point, but in the meantime, we will have to make do with Return to Monkey Island. Uh uh we had another one coming up uh in Dropping this fall, dropping in October 20th, Mario Plus Rabbids, Spark of Hope, a game we've known about for, for some time. This was revealed last E3, or E3 season, I should say, last year, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I believe it was shown during the Ubisoft showcase, and then Nintendo mm-hmm. showed it again during whatever their direct was. So it was kind of a similar kind of thing here. Like, we already knew this game was coming, so to have it featured again was kind of like a, uh, yeah, we know. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disinterested in this game. I just, I was perhaps annoyed that it was sh- given such a large block of time, um, I, during I, this showcase. I mean, it will be a big, big release when it does come out. We didn't know the release date yet, so that that's was true. good. <laughs> so I guess that's the, I guess yeah. that's the main news, yeah. Yeah, and it was cool to get new gameplay with it and all, being able to see that your characters can move freely around the arena. It looks beautiful uh, mm-hmm. on Switch. You know, it looks neat, and we will get more information about it tomorrow as of this recording, so yes. that's nice right. for the people who are looking forward to this, which unfortunately, I am not one of those, because I, <laughs> oh, still, I, 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 I still own a sealed copy of Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Hear me crinkle the little plastic wrap on my copy. I've been meaning oh to get God. to it for literally a year and a half now, and I have not, and I probably w- never will at this rate. So, no, it's, go. honestly, dude, it's it's really it's, it's good. really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's I think I don't know. I think it'll grow on you. It's um, it's it's a very low impact turn-based RPG like normally like we, we, like I don't know to, to commit to something like triangle strategy or like mm-hmm. you know like right. XCOM is like oh god but but uh, uh, this kingdom battle is is very low impact it's breezy it's fun it's uh I, I wouldn't say it's simplistic but it is simplified uh, uh, in terms of turn-based RPGs and it's and it's really funny uh, the, the, yeah, the humor, it is. The, the humor is great in it. Like, regardless of what you think about rabbits, I think the humor in uh, uh, Kingdom Battle really lands. Um, mm, okay. So I don't know, Campbell. It's I think it's worth playing. Um, is it worth playing before the sequel comes out? 
that's up to you. Um, <laughs> I will say it's good to see uh, Chris Pratt inspire Mario now that he has Star Lord's guns in the same oh one. My God. Oh my God! He did do a double, uh, 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 you know, like, pew, pew, like no, shot even though, like two the directions. way they're shaped and everything. Yeah. Like, bullet it's literally star lord okay but my my question is have we heard what mario sounds like in sparks of hope just yet oh my it, god what if this is our first sneak peek at chris <laughs> yeah, pratt this, this is mario. The, the stealth reveal of chris pratt as mario oh my god oh boy uh, let's uh <laughs> we got to move on we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor and then we're gonna finish out with the rest of the showcase the best is coming up so stay tuned and we will be right back So before we launch into the back half of this uh, Nintendo Partner Mini Direct, uh, we of course have to hear from our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, so support for our NXPress Nintendo podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, which is the best company in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. And I, I on a side note, I actually did take a little trip over the weekend and... Um, included in the men's, you can, you can get a, uh, a great travel pouch with the Manscaped stuff, and I throw all the Manscaped stuff in there, my little, uh, my nose hair clipper, my, you know, my ball deodorant, all my stuff, it's a great little travel pouch, uh, for, like, a weekend away, like, just, I know it's not in the ad here, but, like, I was very taken with it, it's great. No, same, it's uh, a real, ridiculously <laughs> good little pouch, I can the, pr- the pouch is good, the shirt is comfy, the boxers are great, mm-hmm. uh, the, the deodorant and stuff, it smells awesome, the, the buzzers work great, like, honestly, no complaints about, about the, uh, the, the product, the product is the, truly fantastic. The pouch uh, actually has a name, it's called Toiletry. It's the toiletry pouch. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, if you want to join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, you can use our exclusive offer code for our website. It's 20% off, free worldwide shipping with this code STOMP. That's S-T-O-M-P over at manscaped.com. So STOMP, S-T-O-M-P at manscaped.com, free worldwide shipping for anything you order on their website. And again, like like I know like Manscaped's kind of like the butt of a lot of uh, you know, podcast jokes, but it's like legitimately great products. No complaints on my end. Uh, so use that code once again, stomp S T O M P over at manscaped.com. And we're going to finish out the rest of the episode here. All right. So end of ad. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this, there's no clever transition here. Uh, I, I Campbell, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. 
Uh, the next game up on the list here was Shadow Drop today, actually, which I did appreciate. Uh, there was a distinct lack of Shadow Dropping during this partner uh, direct. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about transitioning from Manscaped to the game that we're going to talk about now. That's what I was saying. So I, delightful. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Uh, this next game is called Little Noah: Scion of Paradise. Um, a very. <laughs> A very listen. Here's what I'll say. It is a very kid friendly looking game. It looks very cute, uh, very Noah. adorable. A two a two D dungeon crawling roguelike adventure. As if you haven't heard those that collection of buzzwords enough times. Um, this one, I don't know. Like again, having just played a lot of uh, the game I talked about last week, um, Iden Chronicles Rising. This reminded me a lot of that game in presentation and in style. Obviously, the gameplay I'm not 100% sure of just yet. I haven't, you know, I have not dipped into this this game despite it dropping today. Uh, does this one stick out to you in any in any way, shape, or form? Not particularly. Yeah. <laughs> Except nope. for the title, just because Little Noah, <laughs> Little Noah, Scion of Paradise are just five words that I never thought would be combined together, which I think <laughs> is just delightful. And also knowing that it's apparently made by the team behind Dragalia Lost, that Nintendo mobile game from a while back which kind of explains why it ended up in this partner showcase, because without that context, I, it felt really out of place to me at the very least. But I'm sure there will be some people who have just been craving a little bit of Noah. So <laughs> that well, now, could possibly now you can be have weird, but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty good. Um, so I don't know, this one didn't stick particularly out to me, other than the fact that it did drop today, so who knows. Um, this next one... Um, Mark, have we seen this one before? Uh, rail grade, this kind of train. No, uh, this building. one's new. Yeah, this is a new one. Um, so I feel like the, we, this is not the first kind of. Oh, you know what it is? I'm thinking of that highway builder from a couple. Of, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, from yes. the last direct. <laughs> yeah, so, it was in the uh, the indie showcase, right? There were two train games. So I'm yeah. thinking that Nintendo just needs to have at least one infrastructure game per direct at this point. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. And that's all I have to say about this game. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, um, it, it's graphically actually um, a lot different than what I thought it would be. Yeah, it looks kind of good. I mean, I don't know. Uh, rail grade. It's like a, yeah, it's like a toy-like, but like has like a realism to it. It's very, yeah, I don't even know it, how to really It looks sharp. It. I don't know. Yeah. It looks sharp. Um, it's apparently about industrial colonization as well, which take that how you will um <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of weird things going on with this train game it's just fascinating <laughs> nonetheless yeah i don't know it's it's one of those games it's like it's not for me um i played a lot of sim city as a kid but these these days i i i, I don't know I, I need like a some kind of a story or something to 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 really compel me forward and who knows maybe maybe Railgrade has a super in-depth story about about what you just mentioned, Campbell. Like that would be, I would be, I would love to be surprised. I would love to be surprised. Uh, but it did. I don't know. It's uh, it's coming out this fall. Uh, the kind of the nebulous this fall. Um, hopefully, sooner rather than later. Who knows? Uh, this next one actually did. This was another highlight for me. Um, and I, I, I think I'm, I'm gonna have the name completely wrong. I just want to make sure I get it correct here. Um, it's called RPG Time: The Legend of Right. This one looks uh, really cool. It looks, it looks really yeah. cool. Very beautiful art style. Very unique art style. It's an it's a some kind of an RPG game where the style changes. Where you're, it's like it's like a 
like a storybook kind of thing. You know what? It, it reminded me of that other game that we were so taken with um, last week or the week before. Yeah, from that Devolver Direct? Or presentation. Yes. Yeah, that's the exact Which, game I was thinking of, too. Oh, uh, this, why are we always forgetting um, the name? Squire. Like Plucky Squire. Squire. There yeah. you go. Plucky yeah. Squire. I think I was tr- frantically turning the pages on my notebook <laughs> trying to find it. Um, yeah, it reminded me a lot of that. And, and this is no no disservice to... Uh, to RPG, RPG Time, The Legend of Right, but it did, like, in terms of, like, it's an RPG, there's a storybook, like, I think the connections are, they're not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not an insane connection to make. Um, it looks really good, looks really cute. Um, I don't know, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, and that's coming out sooner rather than later. It's actually coming out this summer, uh, the 18th of August. So, I don't know, this looks, looks really good. I hope it's, uh, I hope it delivers on its premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you guys think about that? I will be hopefully reviewing this one. I think. Very yeah, cool. hopefully. Yeah, and in which case we will be hearing more about it on the podcast. Get us a bunch of review codes. Yes, please. Get, please. Let, let, let's let's all talk about it. Let's do a. Let's do a triple... I, have, I have a feeling you're going to end up reviewing. This. <laughs> okay. Fine. I just have I just have a, a gut feeling. RPG, very stylized, has the hand drawn. Oh, I mean, that feels I'm... like a you thing. Yeah, no, I'm totally down for it. Although I do love that you've both uh, projected my past and my future now on this podcast. <laughs> so I think you're just trying to take control of my life now, it sounds like. Um, but if it means I end up reviewing this game, that's not too terrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's, that's fair enough. Uh, so this next one, okay, so before we started recording, I was like, Sonic Frontiers, we don't need to talk about any more about Sonic Frontiers. But then both of you guys were like, no, no, we want to talk about it. So... Mm-hmm. Here we are at the Sonic Frontiers portion of the show. Um, <laughs> the recurring off, segment. Sh- the, rec- <laughs> the recurring Literally, segment last, of like, the NX- three weeks. Yeah. The Honestly, last couple yeah. of weeks. It's true. Well, because they keep they keep teasing us with more information. Um, do you guys feel like inundated by this game, or do you feel like <laughs> like I don't know? Do you, do you feel like the? Are you more intrigued, less intrigued? Like how are you feeling? It's such an emotional roller coaster with this game because it looked horrible when it was first revealed and it's kind of been looking better and then also worse in some ways and like this i will say that this was probably the best showcase that we've had for the game yet and it was like a minute and a half long so that just tells you about how mediocre all the other deep dive deep dives were but i will say that uh see presumably this was running on switch um i could tell that the draw distance was slightly worse than it usually is in gameplay for this title um it looked surprisingly good for switch so that's nice um yeah don't really still don't really know what to think about this game like it just gets more and more perplexing the more we see about it i mean and the new levels that they showed off look very promising but again i i'm i can't count on it (laughs) it's hurt me too many times already i saw the green hill zone part Yes. And it was that hand on the glass moment, looking in at other people having fun, knowing <laughs> that you'll never get it. <laughs> you you're not going to be able to play Green Hill Zone, is that what you're saying? Yeah, just like a proper 3D Green Hill Zone. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess there's that. I I uh, to me, those were the shrines of this game, the cyberspace segment. Right. Like, oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not optimistic that you'll get a full on, like, you're in Green Hill Zone now. It's more. I feel like it's going to be more like, oh, a you, small segment. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's going to be little itty bitty segments. Um, and who knows? Maybe enough of those will make up a full on, 
Green Hill Zone, but I yeah. sort of doubt we'll be getting like now you're in Green Hill Zone level, you know. And given how little they've been shown off in marketing so far, I can't imagine that they'll be a very major part of the game. Yeah. Ah, that I disagree on. I think Uh-oh. these I think these sections are going to be the equivalent of the shrines. I mean, I, which I were like a large, so. a big, a big part. Of, oh yeah. of Breath of the Wild. Right, they absolutely were. I just don't think that uh, Sega at this point would have the good sense to follow that approach because so far it seems that they've only been taking lessons from Breath of the Wild and all the places that don't matter in terms of like oh atmospheric music and, and like really wide <laughs> open environments, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm not yeah. feeling super hopeful at this point. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm. It's just one of those things where I think this, tr- okay, here's what I'll say. This Sonic Frontiers trailer was so much better than every other Sonic Frontiers trailer or mm-hmm. content I've seen so far. Uh, it was tightly edited. It showcased Sonic doing things quickly. Um, it didn't show him like slowly crawling up a freaking tower like with bad climbing. It, it like it like looked fast paced. It looked pretty good. The, even the combat, I was like, okay, now I can kind of get into what they're doing here. I don't know. I'm still not like sold on this game, but it certainly was the best. I don't know. To me, at least, yes. the best showcase that this game has had so far. Absolutely. And the one Definitely thing we should was. add is that the music actually went hard in the background. Like if you can hear it underneath yes. the announcer stuff, like it sounded so good. And I just, I have to hope that there are more songs in the game like that, and that that's not just like one boss theme or something, you know. But at any rate, it did really seem like they're starting to lean into a few more of the elements that make Sonic great you know again can't get my hopes up because it's hurt me too much already but uh you know it's possibly looking better so fingers crossed. <laughs> you got, yeah you're having that sonic cycle moment i am literally oh, no, no I should, it's happening Mark, in real time i'm pretty sure that in the few minutes i've been talking about this game i've gone through every stage of the sonic cycle so. except for receiving the game and being immensely disappointed there is that. I've done everything short of that. It's more like a Sonic U rather than a cycle. <laughs> That's extremely funny. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes. And of course, we have the nebulous release date of this holiday. Do you guys think this game is coming out this year? They've repeatedly said November. it is. So they yeah, okay. probably November. I don't think that Sega would have the good sense to delay it at this point. I think they're pretty committed to just shoving it out there. And then dealing with whatever consequences arise from that. Uh, I guess it'll come we'll, out on the worst. Uh, I'm gonna call it worst day possible. It'll come out. It'll come out like the same day as like God of War or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just oh, calling no. it right now. <laughs> that's Mark. The worst part is you're absolutely correct. Um, that's extremely funny. Uh, so this next one, we're gonna spend the next uh, 45 minutes talking about this. Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley, a <laughs> A life sim (laughs) city builder set in the Disney universe that is coming out in early access on September 6th. What? I didn't know about that part. Oh, you didn't see that part? That's the best part. Already it was made by Gameloft, so it was already doomed to die, but that just sealed the coffin. An early access game on my Nintendo Switch, and it's a Gameloft Disney game? (laughs) Perfect. It's perfect. Cannot wait. I'm... I don't know, man. Like... I, listen, here's the worst part. Is like we're dunking on this game, like obviously, but this game's gonna sell so many copies, guys. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a smash hit. They're, they don't even care. Like it's 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 gonna make so much money because it's like, oh, Disney, my kid will play that, and then like there you go. 
everybody in the family now has this game. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be one of those for sure. No doubt. You're not wrong, but we can still be mad about it. Oh no! Listen, I listen. I I, I think this game <laughs> fully deserves to be dunked on. Um, I don't know. Do you, do we do we care about building cities in in the land of in the Disney multiverse? Like I don't know. Do we do we care about trying to build the the perfect little house next to Belle's castle or something? Like what is this? And building relationships I'm... with Maui and all the <laughs> oh my and god, Mickey and all these other characters. I forgot. I, I saw Buzz Lightyear walking around at one point. I was like, all right, here we are. We're we're in it now. Also, I'm oh. looking at the trailer thumbnail for it right now, and Maui just looks absolutely horrifying. Also, oh boy. his face is just so disturbing. There's something about the faces in this game that just looks so unnerving to me. Yeah, I mean, you have to imagine that this game does not have the full support of the Disney company behind it. <laughs> um, it feels very much like in spin-off territory, despite having access to all these licenses. It does feel very much like, well, we're just going to put Slap Disney... I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking... Out of, perhaps I'm talking out of turn here. Uh it doesn't look like my cup of tea is all I'm going to say about that. Um, and the fact that they're very pointedly saying, oh, it's early access is like, I think that's a, a red flag for anybody, you know? <laughs> uh, but moving on to positive news, yes. uh, Live Alive, Live Alive coming yes. out July 22nd, very yes. soon. Yes. Uh, Campbell's <laughs> Campbell's vibrating in his chair over here. I, I literally am. Yes, yes. Uh, I just downloaded the demo right before we start recording. I'm oh, sure, Campbell, you have Same the demo here. as well. Yep. Mark, do you have yours? Yep, I got it down. Of course, great. Uh, so they're doing the Octopath Traveler thing, where they have a very uh, apparently a pretty a pretty in depth demo, uh, and the saves will carry over to the final release if you decide to pick up the final release. Um, I'm super hyped about this game. Uh, the, every time I see a trailer or hear more information about it, I'm like, yeah, I am on board. The the HD 2D looks as good as ever. Um, I don't know. I, in a world where we're getting just just hit after hit RPG on the Switch, I think this one's going to stand tall. Mm -hmm. um, have you had the chance to play the demo at all, either of you? Unfortunately nope. not, but no, me uh, what is cool is that Nintendo also posted like a 40-minute gameplay video of Treehouse Live going through one of the chapters of the game, which is really cool to just see them go deep dive uh, with the gameplay, and it just looks so fantastic. I assume it's a section that's also in the demo. Um, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, but I am so looking forward to getting my hands on the game and making some early headway into it because, you know, I've said time and time again, this is my single most anticipated game of the year. I cannot believe that we're finally oh, wow. getting Live Alive in the West, and not only are we getting it in the West for the first time, but it's remade in the beautiful Octopath Traveler style. I think that every RPG should be remade in this HD 2D graphical style because it's just so, so beautiful. I'm absolutely really looking forward to diving into this it's you know what we great. didn't hear from the same art style that dragon quest remake. that's exactly yes. what i was thinking and that was yes. thought yes. we were gonna get it i was really we hoping it. we would get that although we did get some dragon quest representation mm -hmm. which this is true we we'll will get, get to that later slightly later yes we'll get to that in a couple of games here so yeah live alive looks great can't wait to dip into the demo maybe we can talk about that next week or the, the week after something like that uh mm -hmm. this next one um uh speaking of uh life sims uh Doraemon Story of Seasons Friends. Hold on. What's it called? Friends of the... Oh, I can't read my own handwriting. The Great Kingdom. 
something like that. Um, <laughs> I'm there it is. Yeah, looking at the logo, friends of the oh. Great King. <laughs> yes, uh, one of listen an early contender for most confounding title of 2022. <laughs> um, Not the pretty good kingdom. Not the all right kingdom. The great. It's kingdom. the it's the, it's the great kingdom. So the story of seasons uh, is kind of a spiritual successor to Harvest Moon. Uh, at least that's what they say. Uh, Doraemon is a completely different um, IP. It's apparently a, a, an anime that I know nothing about. Yes, so he's like kind Japan's, of a, um, he's like another Hello Kitty type of mascot. Oh wow, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So like a like a big deal, uh, big deal in Japan. Um, he's huge. So, like I'm not even kidding. Huge, the yeah. the Japanese market I sometimes go to near my house, like they have merchandise of him all over the place. Oh wow, and, okay. And, this this specific game released in Japan a while back. I don't know the exact remember the exact date, but it is a huge seller in Japan. Mm-hmm. I remember this like is also a, a sequel to another game. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, so there you go. Um, I I listen. I I used to love the Harvest Moon series. These days, it's kind of not really my bag. Um, I bet you this game is adorable. I bet you it's very immersive. It's probably one of those games where it's like, oh, I'll just sit down and play it for 20 minutes, and then next thing you know, two hours have gone by. Um, I'm very curious to see how the Doraemon crossover is implemented. Um, I, I, it's fascinating to me. Like, What, what an interesting um, blend of games. So, so good for Bandai Namco, I guess, that they're uh, doing that. And that's coming out later this year, so we don't have a firm, a firm date on that um next up we had a game which again they showcased during the xbox uh showcase minecraft legends a game i have zero interest in i'm I'm just not a minecraft guy apparently minecraft on switch is like one of the better ways to play it i've i've never played minecraft are either of you guys dipped into this at all into minecraft itself the minecraft itself like i don't know uh, i bought minecraft before it was like when it was in that uh, like that beta stage. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. let the record show that Mark is the cool one on this podcast. <laughs> Mark is very cool. Uh, I, yes, I saw all... the price rising every single day, and I remember begging my parents for it. <laughs> Should have bought that wow. Minecraft stock. Um, <laughs> invest in yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't remember. He's he's yeah he's yeah, yeah not just <laughs> not just since been canceled, but uh, don't invest <laughs> in that. Not a That's great really investment. Funny. No. Yeah, yeah, right, this game exactly. actually looks uh it looks pretty interesting. It looks pretty I solid. I it looks like a full on like not quite an open world RPG, but it looks like in the Minecraft kind of that blocky style like it like some kind of full on action mm-hmm. RPG, which I don't know, it looks it looks cool. I don't super care about the Minecraft aesthetic or like Minecraft in general, but this does look like a like an interesting expansion of the series. Uh, what about you, Campbell? Is, is Minecraft doing anything for you? No. No. It, it doesn't. A, I've, yeah. Yeah, it's so sad. But even if it does nothing for me, I do appreciate the fact that it's a huge deal, and it's nice to see a new game in the series come to Switch alongside other platforms. There are my in-depth, exhilarating thoughts on this game. Yeah, there you go. Very exhilarating. I feel thrilled to hear uh, Campbell's thoughts on this. Uh, and, of course, that is coming out, <laughs> quote-unquote next year so we'll have to 
hang tight for that. Um, up next, uh, as uh, the boys alluded to earlier, we did have a little bit of Dragon Quest information. Dragon mm-hmm. Quest Treasures. Yeah, which is, couldn't seems... hear anything. And we did <laughs> oh my see God. too. Drowning it out. And, and look, let me tell you, Mark, whenever you have a Dragon Quest announcement, the overture needs to be playing at max volume <laughs> over everything else, or else it's not a Dragon Quest trailer. <laughs> Like, I literally was trying rules. to hire my volume to hear the announcer, and I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> just so funny. Even um, in life, the only thing you need to listen to at any given time is a Dragon Quest a Dragon overture. Quest theme, yeah. it, is, it literally is one of the best game themes of all time, though. So, like, I don't have any complaints mm-hmm. there. Maybe I should try doing that right now in this segment, just blasting the music full volume. Yeah, just grab Everyone will still listen, but you won't be able to hear us. Uh, yeah, that's, you should, that's it's fine. Literally, Mark, you should edit that in right now, like, as I'm talking. Just oh, I will. A, yeah, a, a will. low fade of the Dragon Quest Overture. It's a little, yeah, that'd be perfect. But speaking uh, of perfect, this game looks really good. I don't it know looks good. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. looks great. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a dungeon crawler, seemingly. Um, there's loot. There's probably crafting. Like, I don't know. It's hard to get excited about these kinds of... For me, like, oh, hearing... I don't know, man. I've just I've played a lot of these, and it's like, like, oh wow, it's a dungeon crawler where you find loot and you can use that loot to upgrade I mean, your stats, yes, and then your stats can be marginally improved over the course of dozens of hours. Like, of course, I don't but, know. But Martin Cameron, have you considered that this is a Dragon Quest spin-off? Okay, this like, is true. Dragon Quest spin-offs are ridiculously good for the most part. Dragon Quest Builders is amazing. Dragon Quest Monsters, which, fun fact, this game was originally developed as a Dragon Quest Monsters title before switching over to Treasures. Monsters being the Dragon Quest series take on Pokemon, where you could capture monsters and all that kind of stuff. Um, those that games sounds are incredible. Why did I not know this? Yeah, no, it's those games are amazing. Um, and all the other spin-offs are great too. Dragon Quest Warrior is amazing. So like, I have no doubt in my mind that Dragon Quest Treasures will be an absolute delight, especially considering it's about Eric and Mia, who are two of the very best characters from Dragon Quest XI. Always good to see them star in their own adventure. So, and if, and one last thing, this is the, one of the few games to get a concrete release date in this direct. It's coming out December That's right. 9th. December 9th. Perfect game to cozy up to during the holiday season. And get destroyed by God of War. Yeah. Why nah. is everything getting destroyed by God of War, Mark? Every, everything will come out December 9th. Do you think that yeah. Kratos is just going to break into all these games and slaughter each <laughs> character? Just Is that going to be the plot of course, the next yeah. game? Okay, mm-hmm. great. Atreus okay. will maybe shoot the arrow through Sonic. Oh my god. Or <laughs> fine. Boy. Um, oh, wow. Actually, yeah, someone should really dress good. as Kratos and go to Target right now because they're currently selling those Sonic plush heads and just hold that up. As, as if it's... Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> just clip it to your belt. Yeah, that's, that's pretty oh, good. Oh, God. I can see it. Nice. I can see it. Which one? Um, Roger Craig Smith talking. Which Sonic? Ben, ben Schwartz? <laughs> uh, Roger Craig Smith, please. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's, go, uh, let's go old school. Yeah, um, so moving on, moving on. Um, uh, again, the only... At least I think I have this correct. The only other shadow drop of this Nintendo Direct was the Portal Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Portal Companion Collection, which, like, absolutely... Um, I cannot wait to replay these games. I, 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 I know we've talked briefly about Portal on the podcast. I, I forget. Have either of you, like, experienced Portal? No. I no. want to. Sure. Campbell, what about you? No, and I want to. 
Do you know? Okay, I guess my my other question is like how much. Because again, this game's the original Portal is a few years old at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've absorbed all the memes and all the content and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, do you, oh, like yeah. so? Like, so would you? I don't know. Do you, do you understand that the cake is a lie? Like, you get all that. Oh yeah, no, I understand all that, and I've actually watched okay. like playthroughs of Portal Two. Okay, okay, so, okay. yeah. I, I don't I understand it, but I know it. But you know yeah. what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. listen. Uh, all I'll say is like, even if you like have absorbed Portal through like cultural consciousness or whatever it's still an unbelievably polished and incredible game and like truly and like i say this without any hyperbole uh like a a foundational text in game design of like 3d game design it's it's so good you guys it's worth experiencing it's 20 bucks which is way less than i thought it was i thought it was going to be like a full that's not going to be the switch thing of like oh it's a re-release port but it's 50 dollars. but it's mm-hmm. it's 20 dollars for two standout games um so that's pretty great i i uh i don't know i encourage everybody to pick this game up it's it's extremely good i put it on Um, my wish list because these games are on sale all the time on every single platform oh yeah i'm sure in like two or three months tops this will already probably be on sale i would hope so it's uh if you're listening to this and you you know you don't want to wait you know you don't want to pay twenty dollars and you have like a decent gaming pc you can buy it on steam right now for we can buy both games for under three dollars total uh like i think it's like 298 or something for for portal one and portal two right now over on steam um so you know if if you don't want to buy it on switch you can pay a couple dollars and get it on steam it's worth it it's worth every penny it's a fantastic game um i i haven't played it since uh i had it on the orange box on the ps3 and these days, my PS3 lives in a storage container in the garage, so I don't play what, it as often. What's the orange box? Oh, you know what the oh, orange Mark. box is? No. It's a it, one of the best things that ever happened to video games. Uh, a collection <laughs> of five Valve games. Oh, that's awesome. Or maybe four. Uh, it was Half-Life like 1. It was Team Fortress in there. It was yeah, Team TF2 Fortress 2, uh, Half-Life, Half-Life 2... One of the one or maybe all of the expansions for Half Life Two and then Portal. Uh, it was actually where Portal originally debuted was on the Orange Box. Oh, um, cool. So yeah, it has kind of a, a very famous legacy. Um, so the point is, it looks great. Um, uh, it dropped today, which again was a surprise. I, I assumed that game was coming later this summer, so the fact that it did come out today was uh, an unexpected delight. So we're, I'm going to cross my fingers to see if I can, <laughs> and by cross my fingers I mean steal my own willpower to see if I can hold off buying this game for myself. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to try to hold strong and, and wait for it to go on sale, but I might just end up picking up this game and, and blasting through it in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, this next game was an a complete shock to me. Uh, a Square Enix original. This is apparently the RPG of life sims and uh, farming simulators. Harvestella. <laughs> Harvestella, a weird-looking Square Enix RPG farming simulator. I don't even know what to make of this. Um, <laughs> Harvestella. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts? The giant laser made me just burst out laughing i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah honestly yeah but that's how you know it's a square Enix game you know random disaster mm-hmm. just big lasers into that. yeah big lasers random mechs um cool life sim stuff thrown in there anime it just looks like it has everything <laughs> you could ever want from a video game like oh uh, yeah it it's looks it's delightful. like it was hitting all of those um square enix boxes like it's like yeah there is 
beautiful art. There's there's like probably compelling RPG combat. Uh, the life music itself is, is going to be destroyed. In life itself is hanging in the balance. There's like this. Listen, the stakes are very high for this uh, <laughs> farming simulator. Um, <laughs> Hey, it's like if you took don't may go bad. <laughs> yeah, not only may your crops go bad, it's like people are gonna die. It's like it's, it's like oh no. So I don't know. It's uh, I, I I love the concept of like taking Stardew Valley and like putting the fate of the universe in balance. Like sure, like why not? Very um, Square Enix again. It's very Square Enix. So I, I'm intrigued to see how this game is received, and that comes out pretty soon uh, this fall, uh, November. 14th so I, I i don't know I'm, I'm extremely intrigued to hear more about harvest ella which a name i'm not sure about or you know um, it could be what it could be destroyed by god of war god of war <laughs> of course yes of course i feel like this is gonna be one of those games where like it's gonna kind of like come and go it's gonna be like oh yeah harvest ella that weird square Enix game that we heard about and then forgot about and then in like a year it's gonna be like my favorite game like did you guys, and then it'll get like a bravely default sequel. It'll be like that type of level. Yeah, exactly. Harvestella. The, the, <laughs> there's gonna be ten <laughs> spinoffs about Harvestella. Um, yeah, I wonder. I, I would be super intrigued by that. All right, so we've been we've been talking around it long enough. Of course, we save the best for last. Uh, we were joking last week or whatever it was, the week before, about how the Atlas conversation was specifically absent from Nintendo after the Persona, uh, kind of the gonzo reveal of the Persona series coming to Xbox, uh, as Mark alluded to earlier uh, in the in the chat before we started recording, a, a console <laughs> that uh, the Japanese developers run away from. <laughs> like um, the plague. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and so th- th- for them to score the reveal that the Persona series is coming to more consoles than, than PlayStation... I think took the wind out of the sails a little bit of this reveal. Persona 5 Royal coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. Very, I mean, I, I again, we don't have a release date, but it's, it seems imminent. It seems... No, we have a release date. It's coming oh, did, out. Did oh, it not right? oh, here it is. Ten, I take it back. I'm so sorry. The October 21st of October. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were absolutely Mario correct. Mario plus Rabbids, you poor bastard. I know. <laughs> and also a, Nier Automata. <laughs> Nier Automata. The same month, too. In like, unfortunate... It is an insane third-party month for Switch. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, I'm, again, I'm... I'm still shocked. Like, I, I think there were some rumors that were like, hey, it's probably going to come to Switch, especially after that Xbox reveal. But I was still like, I, I don't know, guys. I, I was still holding out that uh, that Atlas would weirdly not do the thing. But oh, they yeah. did the thing. They so I'm, the thing. I'm amazed. And on top of all that, so we got Persona 5 Royal coming the 21st of October. And it is confirmed that we got P4G and P3P, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable coming out to Switch as well. We don't know the release dates for those, but it's but they are confirmed for Switch. So no cloud versions. They're getting a, seems to be no cloud versions. Yeah, Persona yeah. Five's getting a physical release. Yes. they already confirmed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, life is good. Life has changed, and it has changed <laughs> for the better. It's changed for the better. And uh, Campbell, I know we took a blood oath a few months back <laughs> that when you started playing Persona Five Royal, I would also start doing that. Guess what? I didn't do that. So for God me, damn it, Cameron. I'm so sorry. I am going <laughs> to double dip and pick up this game 
on Switch. I can just confidently say that I'm I'm going to do that. Campbell, you um, almost finished it, right? I am like 80 hours in to Persona nice. 5. Wow! Yeah. Yes. Nicely um, done. I will not say where I am, you know, spoilers, but I am very deep into the game. And if you remember, Cameron, the alongside our Blood Oath, we also mentioned that the to- by the time we finally start playing Persona 5 on PlayStation, it will come to Switch. And that is exactly what has happened, especially, <laughs> especially right after I put 80 hours into Persona 5 Royal. And the funny thing is, I would more than eagerly just put in yeah. just as much time, if not more, into the I, Switch I, version of this I, game. I poured at least 35 to 40 hours into the uh, Persona 5 original version on, uh-huh. on the PlayStation 4. Right. Um, and... And I picked up Royal being like, yeah, I don't even care. Like, I, that's that's fine. But hearing that it's coming to Switch, I'm like, yep, this is this is going to be the thing that actually compels me to finish this game. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I already have Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable on my Vita. I don't know that I'll double dip for those games just because like, they're going to be largely the same experience. Um, I will. In fact... <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have to turn on the PS Vita con- to continue Persona 4 Golden, sure, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah. It's, take yeah. take so my honestly, 15, 20 bucks, Atlas. It's fine. Oh, it's good. Come on. They're not going to charge 15, 20. It's going to be 40. I have no doubt. Probably, no, yeah. it's going to be like 20 bucks. Okay, Mark, I, how much, how much is P4G on Steam it's right now? T- like 20 bucks. Is it? Yeah. Really? Well, that's um, Steam. That's 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 Steam. You know, they have sales all the time. No, no, no. Like the full asking price when it the, came the, out. The was... base game is, is $20. Hmm. $15. Oh, oh. Tw- no. It's on sale right now. $20 typically. $15 huh. right Interesting. now. Interesting. Okay. So, so we're thinking fifteen to, or $20 for MSRP for Switch. <laughs> I, I doubt that very much. I would love to be proven wrong. Um, would love to be proven wrong. I feel like it's going to be at least 30 um, like but who knows? I, that's that's I based still off think of it's gonna nothing. Be Twenty, yeah, yeah. Listen, I would love to be proven wrong. Um, in Persona Three Portable, um, it was interesting. There was some there was some chatter in our Goomba Stomp Slack channel today yes. that uh, this is not the ideal version of the game. I hardcore disagree. I think Persona Three Portable is the definitive uh, version of this game. Uh, it's got an extra character that you can play as. You can choose your 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 uh, your MC. Uh, versus just playing as one character and the FES version, which is the original version of the PlayStation 2 game. I I don't know, guys. It's good. It's a good time to be an RPG fan. These are extremely good RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you liked Shin Megami Tensei 5 from last year or Shin Megami Tensei 3 from last summer, mm-hmm. you will love the Persona series. Um, if you like the weird social stuff in a lot of other RPGs, like if you like the the... Fire Emblem Three Houses conversation stuff. You will love the Persona games. It's so much a huge part of the game. Um, if you like anime, if you like anime tropes, if you like incredible art direction, these games are absolutely for you. If you right. don't, it's, I don't know. Time, it's, like, you won't like them. <laughs> if you don't have time, you will not like but, them. But remember, as the as Persona Five often tells you, take your time. You're not rushed mm-hmm. through this, yeah. you know? So, and it's a great game to just chill out with, too. You know, a lot of it is, you know, spent crawling through dungeons and fighting enemies, but a lot of it is also just chilling with your buds, which mm-hmm. is, like, one of the best parts of it. Frankly, I'd say that if you like video games, you'll probably like Persona 5. <laughs> there are a lot of instances where, like, the save points are very spread out, but now that yes. you could just put it in sleep mode is, like, You're a so blessing. right, yeah. yeah. 
And what I think yeah. is just so crazy is the fact that after this direct, the Switch has officially become like I don't want to say the. Frankly, I will say, like, it's probably the greatest console for JRPGs of all time. Like, probably. it's the only it console be. where you can play Persona 5, 4, 3, Shin Megami Tensei 5, Shin Megami Tensei 3, most of the classic Final Fantasies, a lot of Dragon Quest games, East, Tales, a whole bunch of classic franchises, Mana, like, it's insane. The oh, library and that, that, that famous, uh, Campbell, you neglected to mention one uh, famous mm-hmm. uh, JRPG series, uh, Iodin Chronicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the... Everybody's favorite. <laughs> classic from the PS1 era. You know, oh, it was God. a great inspiration for Konami Suikoden series. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> truth for Campbell, I'm, I'm, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, between like you've got at this point, between Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, and now Persona, you have every major player. Not even counting mm-hmm. all the indie stuff and, and the lesser known stuff. Um, we didn't even. Yeah, and didn't Xenoblade. Even touch, oh didn't even God. touch on Xenoblade. Didn't even touch on... Um... On Kingdom Hearts, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Uh, oh, no, but I'm thinking of um, uh, 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 the, the Mana series. Um, yeah. you got all the yeah. Mana stuff. You've got um, Chrono Cross... That just came out there. Oh, we need um, Chrono what, Trigger now. Like that's the only. We do need, big I, especially with Live Alive. I'm surprised I wouldn't want to do that compare and contrast. Mm. Um, ah, damn it! What's that series? I'm so sorry. Um, Mark, feel free to edit this out. I like it's it's gonna eat away at me until I look it up. Um, <laughs> Every is RPG is here. Tales. No, there's there's two there's two major series that I'm thinking of that I played Pokemon? on Switch. Oh, oh my god! Obviously got Pokemon, but. Um, <laughs> No, um, they're kind of like lesser known, but they're like cult classics. Um, cult? No, I don't care about ease. Cult oh. classic RPGs on Switch. It's a little indie game that's kind of like an RPG. You know, it's called uh, The Legend of Zelda. But Oh, yeah, ever yeah. heard of The Legend of Zelda? No, um, yeah. uh, Nino Kuni is, is up there, but again, it's not, not the one I'm thinking of. Um, uh, I mean... This whole issue this is, just shows how amazing the JRPG library is. I know, sorry. I mean, can you even remember the, all the cult classics? I know. Again, Mark, feel free to edit this because I'm absolutely just just destroying any kind of momentum naming, that we, that we on, had. Um, There's got to be more. Um, <laughs> trails. Do you mean Trails? Trails in <laughs> no. the Night Oh, sky. Y-S. Trails is also... Yeah, Y-S. That's what no, I was no, saying. No. That, it's called East, by the way. It's, oh, is it? Yeah, it's pronounced East. Yeah, it has yeah, a oh, wow. pronunciation. SMH. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories? No. Atelier? No. Uh, Rune Factory? <laughs> no, but these are, again, these are great. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hits. No. Yeah, that's not a great. Uh, <laughs> wait, World Ends With You. No. Oh my god, Cameron. <laughs> now we're just going down names over you. Octopath I guess I have to... Traveler. Fantasy Octopath Stars. Travel is up there. Listen, I'm just going to, here's what I'm going to do. Is I'm just going to grab my Switch here. Indeed. I'm just going to pull up. Um, games I've purchased because I have both of these games that I super enjoyed and that I am blanking on the names of. Dr- of Dragon's game. Dogma is that even an RPG? That, that's no, RPG, no, but, but I, I but I did pick that up, um, uh, which is uh, extremely funny. Um, okay, we are talking about Shin Megami Tensei. No, we talked about that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Starts repeating. Oh, I right. hope this Hang is tight. something you've already named. I know. No, if, it's it's not. I promise you it's not. Because I would have been like, is, yes, this it's This is that. all staying in. If you yeah. say Dragon Quest XI after this. Is, <laughs> can you imagine? Um, if I was like, oh, Final Fantasy XII, of course. No, um, I'm thinking specifically of... Triangle Strategy? Uh, 
I have a lot Final of games Fantasy on my Switch. Seven. Final Fantasy no. VIII. Yeah, I'll tell you when I find it. Hang tight. World of Final Fantasy. Saga Frontier. Oh, Saga! I'm thinking of the Saga oh series. God. Thank yes. you. And also, there's, and there's one more that I'm thinking of, which, again, I'm going to pull it up in a second here. <laughs> Do-de-da-de-do. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through all of these games that I have here on my Switch. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Yes, there you go. Pokemon Mystery it? Dungeon. <laughs> Damn it, where is it? I can't remember the name of this. Guys, it's not important. We should wrap this up because now at this no, point... We, it's, we it's, have no, to. It's we, been like we, five minutes. Do we? we? Oh, boy. It Guys, the payoff... I'm, this the, is not being edited out. This is payoff, we're finding the this. The payoff is, is so not worth it, you guys. Um, no, please keep looking. You've got to find it now. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to so do the other thing here because I wrote a completionist episode about it because Gerard completed it. Taiko no Tatsunijin, <laughs> whatever it's called, the spinoff. Yes, the, the RPG. Grandia. It's Grandia. Oh. Which, uh, yeah, again, I told that. you the payoff would not be worth it. Guys, no, that Grandia. Pay- <laughs> that payoff was no absolutely idea what that worth is. it. Grandia, I know what Grandia the, is. Grandia 1 and Grandia 2 had a little bundle released on Switch, and it's really good. The Grandia HD Collection is what I was thinking of. So Grandia and Saga Frontier is what I was thinking of. But that's obviously nothing compared to Persona 5 Royal, which is the real reason <laughs> we are excited about this entire segment on RPGs. It's kicked it off because mm-hmm. we're talking about Persona 5 Royal. <laughs> so it, the point is, October is going to be unbelievable uh, for uh, RPG fans. Um, and up until then, we're going to be chewing our way through Live Alive. Maybe this Dragon Quest uh, Treasure... Oh, no, Dragon Quest Treasure comes out after um, Persona 5 Royal, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so seems- the point is... The next six months, mm-hmm. we're going to be feasting. Feasting yes, on RPGs. Um, other than that, pretty solid direct. I've come around. I started this morning being like, this direct was weak. But after having talked through every game that is, in fact, releasing, I'm uh, I'm more I'm more hyped than I thought I was. Um, so, yeah. So, we're, we're going to call up there. We're, we're, we're just about to talk about the direct today. No no indie spotlight. Nothing nothing major uh, to review in this particular episode. Uh, because also this week, we're going to be releasing a second episode. We scored another interview with a fantastic developer, WayForward. Uh, WayForward wants to come back on the show. So we're going to be talking about an upcoming game that they have. So stay tuned later in the week for our additional episode of an Express Nintendo podcast. Um, I'm going to call it there, gentlemen, unless there's anything else we want to mention about this direct before we call it a night. I would play everything except anything Gameloft makes. You <laughs> Sorry, would play Loft. Little Noah? Yeah, sure. A scion of whatever? <laughs> Campbell, check, listen, check check the games that are email. I, I can almost guarantee you we got we to gotta, uh, go through that right game. Now. Honestly, I'm going right now. Little Take a look. Um and while they're checking that, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off here. I've been your host, Cameron Dax, and you can find some of my writing over on Goombastomp.com. I'm over on Twitter at Action Daxon. And uh, yeah, work where, where can people find you on the internet? I I'm sorry, I was just finding <laughs> you didn't address any of our names, I think. But uh, you can find me at the Markel, that of course is Mark the C, Cal the K, over on GoombaStomp.com. You can check out all my coverage of Neon White and my interview with Ben Esposito. Over on Tilt Magazine, you can check out all my coverage for Umbrella Academy, Obi-Wan, and all that. And I was just looking through our email, and in Little Noah, uh, there is no press release from uh, their okay. PR, but it is mentioned in Nintendo's press release. Well, there you go. Uh, and Campbell, where can people find you? 
You can find me currently sifting through our email looking for a little Noah somewhere in there, maybe. But you can also find me on Twitter at CampbellSGill, uppercase CSG, and you can find my games writing over at GimbaStomp.com. Keep an eye out for an indie game spotlight coming up very soon. Excellent. Hopefully we'll be featuring uh, some of these upcoming games um, in that indie game spotlight. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so uh, N-Express, of course, we are also over on social media. We're at N-Express Nintendo. Uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to Mark's interview last week with Ben Esposito, the game director of Neon White, uh, which uh, Mark played and reviewed for the Goomba Stomp, and he scored an interview with the creator of that game, and there's lots of juicy... I'm not going to spoil anything here on this particular episode, but lots of great stuff about the making of that game and some upcoming uh, little teasers about Neon White. So make sure you listen to that episode. Uh, and again, uh, to to future shout-outs to us for uh, interviewing uh, some people over at Way Forward for an upcoming game they have. So stay tuned for additional episodes of the podcast in your feed this week. We're on Twitter at Nintendo. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Boom. Oh.